Hello and welcome everyone. I'm Nyla and I want to thank you for tuning in and listening. This is, of course, Greener Thoughts. It's the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, proactive ways you can protect our planet, and more. This episode topic is about LEDs in Christmas trees, how to recycle Christmas lights. Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite Greener Thoughts, review Greener Thoughts, and also share Greener Thoughts. These actions will, of course, help Greener Thoughts grow. You can send your voice message by going to anchor.fm forward slash Greener Thoughts podcast forward slash message, or you can send your email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Hey, I just got this voice message. I apologize. I definitely would have loved to have entered. I hope at some point we could definitely do something together. We'll have a good one. All right. So you were just listening to Queen Mafia. Um, She's a really, really cool and great um, fellow anchor podcaster. And so... Um, I'm really glad that I reached out to her and told her about my amazing giveaway that I had um, in November. So really recently, um, it's great to have that, you know, Caribbean um, support. We all have to hang together and support each other. And so I'm really glad that, you know, maybe in the future we can do some amazing stuff. Maybe, you know, a future giveaway together. We can maybe, you know, have each other on each other's podcast and collaborate you know that's always fun um you know doing things doing things you know different on a green of thoughts is always you know fresh and um, I'm really really you know happy that I got her uh, message back because I really do love uh voice messages you know they really do make my day I'm um, and having that support there you know communicating I love you know talking and you know listening and and getting feedback and getting you know, the support of those who happen to listen, who happen to tune in. So I want to thank you, uh, Queen Mafia. Then uh, I also have um, a few other shout outs. So there's so many uh, different people I have to thank. Um, and then there are some other ones um, that have, you know, reached out um, as far as my messages and stuff uh, when I did for uh, promoting my uh, giveaway. So um, after uh, Queen Mafia, I want to go ahead and give some shout outs to Olu from his podcast. Also, he is an anchor uh, podcaster, fellow anchor podcaster, and his uh, podcast is called The Energy Talk. And so he actually wanted to participate in the giveaway, um, yet he um, had a fever and was pretty sick. So um, I want to thank you, Olu, and I want you to continue I'm getting well, and I give you all the love here from Greener Thoughts. And so, you know, there will always be more giveaways, and, you know, it really meant I meant a lot um, for, you know, me to get your message. Um, and I was really, you know, just excited about that because I don't always get tons of email uh, messages, so it was great to have that. And, again, this is in reference to um, my... Um, really special giveaway I had. It was really fun. I learned a lot 
and you know there's always going to be more and more giveaways um but there's the you know three permanent giveaways i do annually and then there's the uh, special bonus giveaways i do so you know there's always going to be something for everyone um especially those who of course enter um, i also want to give a uh, shout out to mike turner mr mike turner um of the prince george's county uh, greens group um, of which I am an admin, and he's a really, really great member. Um, he recently shared some amazing um, information, some awesome information, uh, namely about this um, environmental celebration uh, that took place uh, recently. And so um, it's really in recognition of trees. So it's National uh, Tree Week uh, that was um, recently um, upon us. So um it happened of course in um a little bit earlier in 2019 so um just a few weeks ago and so uh it's called for um uh, trees for cities that's the organization that is really spearheading the tree movement and they're based in uh london so in the uh, uk and so um tree week uh national tree week for uh, then across the pond, it actually begins uh, November 23rd through the 1st of December, so pretty early. And then um, it's really, you know, the UK's largest annual uh, tree celebration. And so it makes for the start of the uh, winter tree planting season, which is from November to March each year, which I didn't know before. And for more information, you can, of course, go to um, www.treecouncil.org.uk and uh, you can check out all the information about uh, National Tree Week, Tree, uh, Week and also you can go to treesforcities.org uh, and I will link both of those in the show notes. And again, I want to thank uh, Mr. Uh, Mike for um, his amazing uh, resource. And I really had fun, um, you know, learning about it. And I'm glad that I could include um, you in the um, podcast episode. So uh, congrats. Uh, Next, I want to give a shout out to the five gyres. I want to thank them because, um, like I said before, my... Um, most recent uh, giveaway in uh, November 2019, it was the uh, one-year anniversary of my um, podcast. So it was the first Green of Thoughts Anniversary Celebration Prize giveaway. Um, the Five Gyres was an organization that I emailed and did some promo to get out the message of my giveaway. And, um, you know, even though they, they technically cannot promote outside uh, websites and things of that sort on their social media handles, um, they referred me to this amazing ambassadors program that they have. And so I myself am going to go ahead and apply and see what happens. You know, I'm going to cross my fingers and, you know, I really want to thank the Five Gyres, a world-renowned organization uh, dedicated to getting rid of uh, plastic pollution uh, and saving our oceans because of the the huge uh, gyres that have kind of overtaken uh, big chunks of um, our oceans. And then lastly, um, the last and fifth a shout out goes to um, the Potomac Conservancy. And they are from Maryland. Um, you know, shout outs to Maryland where I'm from. 
and um, you know they are really big on cleaning rivers and creating a great clean spaces for people to you know be and you know they're all about activism and action uh, when it comes to rivers and uh, our water um, bodies of water and so they're also about protecting the Potomac and so I wanted to uh, give shout outs to them because um, you know they were excited to listen in on my a podcast when I had emailed them about my uh, giveaway in, in November. And um, I really hope that they, you know, enjoy these uh, podcast episodes, whichever ones, you know, um, speak to them. And, you know, maybe we can connect in the future. Um, they talked about that and they really uh, were proud um, of my um, podcast thus far. So thank you, Potomac Conservancy. Um, for you know what you do and maybe in the future we can uh, do some special you know projects collaborations um, and you know really grow and I want to thank you all right so the next segment is the in other news segment it's just a quick dose of what's happening in today's world so the first headline is all about politicians and CEOs So politicians and CEOs could face criminal charges for environmental destruction. You can find out more about that story on HuffPost, a.k.a. Huffington Post, in the environment section. Now, a term that you may not have known about, I learned about recently, um, is, you know, pretty dark, but it is real. Um, And the term is called ecocide. Ecocide is defined as the mass damage or destruction of uh, natural living systems. And so the the crime of ecocide, in essence, you know, it makes individuals or should make individuals feel a gentle sense of, I think, obligation um, to, of course, our environment, the ecospace, um, and then it also means um, for them, when having that responsibility, individuals, they aren't to wreck the environment. And then uh, those who are, are in um, higher positions um, and happen to be more, um, more authoritative in some ways, uh, these, these uh, government officials and corporate CEOs, you know, they'll, they're going to be held in charge for, you know, any environmental crimes or damage uh, that they cause to the environment. So there's the individuals who have a sense of obligation uh, to protect the environment, but also not to wreck it uh, and continue to. And then government officials and CEOs, corporate, um, more authoritative figureheads and such, who will be charged for any uh, environmental damage that they put upon the environment. Very important. Um, with the purpose um, of this coming out now, I think, you know, it's really about how um, adding ecocide to the list of um, crimes that are uh, prosecuted by the International uh, Criminal Court, um, the ICC, um, that's sort of the, the, the mission right now to talk about ecocide. It's very, um, very much something that that wasn't existing uh, long back, um, you know, many years back, um, but now it is. And, you know, recently the um, woman who was, I guess, best known 
as creating this movement and spearheading it and and, and wanted to uh, share it and pass it on to uh, younger generations um, is uh, Miss Polly Higgins. She's a British lawyer um, and she was best known for, you know, creating this movement um, around ecocide and having it tried to be, you know, recognized as a crime, um, you know, officially. She she died earlier um, in 2019 um, before um, it could officially be recognized. The second headline is all about the severe weather that's overtaking us, specifically the tornadoes. So three people were killed as severe weather tornadoes hammer the deep south. You can find out more about that news story, that weather story, uh, on uh, npr.org in the environment section. So um, as of the recent deaths, um, this includes one person from Louisiana and two from Alabama. And the National Weather uh, Service, they actually warned uh, that for now, um, into you know Tuesday earlier in the a week, um, that there's going to be tons of uh, you know difficult weather, harsh weather. So you guys all out there um, who happen to be in the South uh, right now, you know, just living, um, you know, maybe you think that you know nothing's wrong. You know, it's storm time and it's severe weather out there, and you know people are getting injured, and you know this is progressing. So be careful out there. And then uh, the third and last headline is all about the powerful Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs is the first major U.S. bank to reject financing Arctic oil drilling. You can find out more about that positive headline on HuffPost, a.k.a. Huffington Post, in the Environment section. Now, when it comes to Goldman Sachs, they are doing something pretty big. They're doing away with all types of uh, oil backing, uh, drilling and exploration and, you know, projects like that. And uh, this, you know, also means that they're putting, um, you know, no more money towards other things like uh, thermal coal, um, coal mines or uh, coal fired projects. None of that. They're not doing any of that, which is a, a, men, uh, a monumentous moment, I guess. To me, it kind of is. Um, but then there are, you know, other banks who are kind of, um, they've been doing the same thing uh, to some extent. Um, so there was the Royal Bank of Scotland and also Barclays. Um, they actually adopted um, alike policies um, also uh, within a year, so within uh, 2019. Now, um, when it comes to how... Um, Goldman Sachs and maybe other banks, big banks, how they got uh, on this wave or how they got toppled um, or how they got um, influenced into changing their ways. In other words, not um, backing these oil projects. It was because of powerful people, powerful people in organizations and powerful people, uh, namely uh, those who uh, were were. Um, fighting alongside, you know, organizations like the Rainforest Action Network, RAN, who I've I've talked about um, in in previous podcasts. Um, um, Namely, I think the uh, um, Rainforest uh, podcast episode I talked about a little bit 
Um, I talked about Iran. They're doing amazing things at protecting our uh, rainforest. But Iran and um, the indigenous people who have been uh, resisting and protesting uh, against these big banks, they have fought really, really hard to, you know, go ahead and destroy uh, the threats that big oil, you know, poses in places like Alaska and Canada. Uh, shout outs to uh, Canada and Alaska. So, you know, they stood up and they took on Big Bank and they really won, of course, in the indigenous uh, people's favor. Uh, and then when um, another uh, organization, another um, amazing environmental organization, might I say, um, the Sierra Club, of which I'm a member, love the Sierra Club and volunteer, um, you know, it's, of course, um, you know, really historical. It's huge. It's one of the oldest and largest grassroots environmental organizations. Um, and actually said of the bank, Goldman Sachs, that it has not made a similar commitments um, around fracking or tar sands um, exploration. But both of those um, have both, um, you know, really, really big, massive environmental costs as well. So, um, it's great that the, 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 you know, Sierra Club is pointing out that even though Big Bank, uh, Goldman Sachs is doing a, away with, um, investing in oil, um, back projects and coal and such, the tar sands and fracking are other, um, environmental uh, issues that need to be addressed and they need some attention as well because they are damaging, um, our environment. Very much so. Okay, so the source for this news for this episode comes from MNN.com, aka Mother Nature Network. It is with great joy that I want to talk about this uh, topic and I have a few reasons for it. And one of them is because, you know, Christmas is just around the corner and it's, of course, one of the most special times of year, um, I think. And it's nestled, you know, after uh, the more fun holidays that we have, like Halloween, you know, or Thanksgiving. And it's right alongside the religious uh, holidays that we have and we celebrate, like Kwanzaa and Hanukkah here um, in the U.S. Um, there are probably hundreds if not thousands of other uh, holidays um, that people celebrate around the world but here in the U.S. Uh, we do celebrate uh, a few uh, or handful um, of you know different uh, religious holidays and such um, around this time of year and so you know while you have your family and festivities and food um, and these things you know make the holiday special uh, what's not special is the waste that can be left behind uh, during this holiday season. So this episode uh, brings a lens and a focus um, to a part of the holiday where you can, of course, celebrate with real cheer uh, and celebrating those uh, Christmas lights. So I entitled this piece, A Reason to Recycle This Holiday Season. So I'm going to start off with uh, some resources that are hidden uh, within the lights. So the things that um, uncommon or common 
that can be uh, resources uh, in uh, Christmas lights. So I want to start off with a fact. So did you know that glass and plastic and copper, these things can be recycled from your lights? I really hope you did. So, you know, when it comes to your old lights, new lights, broken lights, busted lights, wherever, uh, these resources are there in those lights. And so, you know, there are some dangers um, in those lights, at least a little bit, not to scare you, but um, things like lead can be in uh, old um, lights. And so with that in mind, it's, it's key not to go ahead and dispose or landfill or dump or trash your uh, Christmas lights. They can, of course, be recycled. And so um, within the uh, coating um, of your lights um, is where um, that um, toxicity sort of is because, of course, it, it leads um, your lights to have that shape and to bend and to have that movement. Um, those wires are pretty thick and they're made um, and used um, you know, pretty uh, heavily sometimes and sometimes they'll rip and everything. So um, if you didn't know, they're made usually from PVC, um, which is a pretty thick um, type of plastic, really bendable, you can't miss it. And um, it has a lot of drawbacks, um, especially because most times it's hard to, you know, sort of recycle sometimes depending on the facility, but that's a totally different story. Now, I want to get into um, the top three uh, sites that, um, you know, will have um, eyes for your lights. So these places will love, love, love your Christmas lights. So be sure to take um, your lights to these places, you know, have some ideas, you know, running in your head about, you know, what places, you know, take what type of lights, um, you know, how much, how often, that sort of thing. So one of the uh, places that will, of course, take your lights is the local authorities. So you can visit um, online or maybe in person, you know, your local uh, municipal or city or even town, um, their solid waste of, uh, um, office or facility and they usually have, you know, fresh information about recycling and things like um, recycling electronics. So um, you can also check out, you know, um, local e-waste uh, facilities or recycling centers um, and the like and see what type of um, help or assistance you could get with recycling your uh, Christmas lights. All you have to do is really ask and, you know, you never know, they may accept those lights um, and you'd never know otherwise. The second um, place that you can, you know, sort of ask and see if they may take your lights, they probably will um, accept them, are places like local businesses. These are places like um, the small, um, really, really uh, niche um, store, maybe in your town or just downtown area. And they're local and sometimes they're mom and pop really small, uh, maybe um, employee owned or co-op or something of that sort. Um, you could also go to a big uh, retailers like a home improvement store, like something like Lowe's or Home Depot or a similar store like that in your area. These places will, um, you know, 
potentially accept your Christmas lights, all you have to do is ask um, if they have, you know, recycling and then uh, ask about things like couponing or uh, savings and other types of benefits that they may have. Uh, And then oftentimes, um, rather than not, you can find, you know, them offering special types of promos around the holiday season, uh, usually in exchange uh, for your old uh, LED lights. So if you give them your old uh, LED lights, they will definitely, you know, give you some special maybe promo, uh, some type of code, free gift, um, you know, maybe a, a gift card, something of that sort. You never know. So it's just best to ask. And then a bonus, if you live in the DMV, for those who don't know, that's the District of Columbia, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, or if you live in Pennsylvania or New Jersey, you can uh, take your unwanted uh, Christmas lights to Mom's Organic Market uh, during their uh, annual holiday uh, lights uh, recycling drive. So, um, you know, that works you know, amazingly, because they will, of course, take your working or non-working lights, and uh, they will accept those, and they will take uh, those lights, and then they would give them to um, the Maryland-based uh, capital a- uh, asset recycling. And they're really a great group because they then break down the LED lights with uh, the process of smelting and shredding them. And they're going to go ahead and recover those new and and amazing raw materials from your old lights. And then uh, last but not least, another place where you could go ahead and recycle and have those uh, uh, lights taken off your hands is online businesses. Yes, you can go ahead and send your lights to online businesses. Um, You know, there's many um, that are um, U.S. based um, that I'll speak on a little bit later, but when it comes to online businesses, they're amazing because, you know, if you dread the cold or if you're not into, you know, navigating locally, um, you know, options out there, or if you're new to a place and it's around the holiday season and you don't really know where to on hand, go ahead and recycle your um, LED or Christmas lights, you can go ahead and have your options online for you. So uh, with that, you can, you know, check out all the types of, you know, services, discounts that they also offer. Um, Like I said before, there are tons of different places online because, of course, it is the Internet and they will, you know, make, um, you know, some, you know, really great deals, some offers for you. Um, One of the um, different um, places where you can go ahead and um, put your lights um, to to them and send them off is um, holiday uh, LEDs and they're based in Wisconsin and they launched uh, the Christmas lights program all the way back in 2012 and they're open all year and they accept both incandescent and LED lights for recycling and they repay participants with a coupon for 15% off. The second um, program which will accept online uh, your lights is uh, based in Michigan and they're called Environmental LED and they handle uh, only LEDs for their recycling program uh, for the Christmas lights and you can just simply you know package up your old lights um, and you're good to go no crazy strings no excess packaging just a box you know maybe some tape you know and you're good to go and you'll receive a coupon for uh, 10% off 
um, new uh, LED uh, lights. And then lastly, the third company is Christmas Light uh, Source. And they're based near Dallas, Texas. And they've been running their recycling uh, program for lights uh, since uh, 2008. And uh, their recycling center is really cool because it pays a small fee uh, per pound of lights. And the company then uses uh, those funds to go ahead and buy books and toys uh, for um, really, really, um, uh, a really, really great cause. And um, those uh, books and toys, that they are then they are then donated to uh, Toys for Tots uh, every December. So you can, you know, really think of, you know, fond memories of your old lights being, being put to good use and giving those who may not have had a, as bright a Christmas, you know, you can really, you know, shine light on their Christmas because of the uh, old lights that you uh, gave to Christmas Light Source. Now, um, as far as those who participate and who do give um, lights, they will receive and get a 10% off uh, or for their new lights. Um, so I want to talk quickly about the differences between LEDs and incandescent lights. So with LEDs, um, as, as anyone knows, they do not get hot and they don't burn out as quickly as uh, incandescent lights and they're pretty safe because they don't pose as much of a, a as a, a super dangerous uh, risk as far as their their heating capacity and they're more durable these things will um, not shatter at the drop of a dime and they're more energy efficient so that leads to of course better um, you know money savings and other things on your uh, power bill on your electric bill and then incandescent uh, lights, they are really, really horrible because they release more energy to do what they're supposed to do, which is the light. Um, and they're really uh, heat intensive, so they, they really do um, are um, have that, that heat uh, that is intense and they waste a lot of energy trying to uh, heat up, but also, you know, light and that's a, a nuisance. And with that, they also can create a huge fire hazard, mainly because of the heating that they do, uh, like I said before, which releases a ton of energy, um, and it does waste uh, electricity. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the show notes of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So I do love and I do cherish my family and the time that I get to spend uh, with them and my friends whenever I call them or I video call them and just all those who are close to me who I love dearly. 
Um, this is the time to celebrate for all those who do celebrate Christmas. This is the time to remember fondly um, about, you know, hanging around the Christmas tree, about spending it with those you care about. Um, if you, by chance, don't happen to have family, you know, grab someone, grab, you know, a close friend, grab, um, you know, time with someone around the, you know, dinner table and go ahead and spend it, you know, making happy memories, memorable uh, memories. For me, uh, when it comes to Christmas lights, um, you know, it's better out, you know, with the old and in with the savings, you know, in with getting those online deals, getting to those retailers where if you can, you know, dispose of your um, lights in a safe way, that is amazing because you don't have to deal with the waste and, um, of course, the toxicity um, of those lights because they can, of course, break and then there's the lead component um, in those lights. Um, so, you know, ask yourself when you're taking down your decorations out of your attic or um, from the space in your apartment or um, in your house, you know, how long have I had these lights? Are they still in good working condition? Um, are these lights even safe to use anymore? Have standards changed uh, with these lights? Um, you know, and if they don't work, then you can, of course, just not keep them. Um, you know, with lights and decorations, there are, um, over the years, I think different decorations that I've had, uh, on the Christmas trees that I've had, um, for years, um, uh, me and my family, we, um, had like a, um, an artificial tree and then that got disposed of, um, like recently this summer while we were uh, doing some cleaning and it was kind of a, I don't want to say earth shattering moment, but I thought, well, how is, you know, the tree going to be, um, you know, in use now, like, because it's gone, but, um, that's where creativity comes in. So I'm kind of happy about that because I love being a creative person and, and, and with being a creative, you can kind of, you know, have your mind go a million different directions and you just have to choose where to go. And I'll talk about a little bit later, um, the possibilities with creating a tree that doesn't necessarily have to involve light. So, um, I got inspired from, um, when I had, um, did my research, I think for one of my earlier podcasts, I'll also talk about a little bit later, um, and Christmas trees. And there were so many different trees that didn't have, uh, lights on them. You know, that's definitely an alternative there to have a tree without lights, um, to have different types of decorations on it. Um, you know, just make a tree that maybe doesn't look like a, a stereotypical or a normalized or whatever type of tree. So there's definitely so many possibilities. It's, it's amazing um, decorating a tree and how freeing that can be, how amazing that is just to just to do that and to, you know, be able to celebrate that. Um, I, I like the, the ease of an artificial tree and most, um, um, people, you know, I think they'd agree that with an artificial tree, there's so many different perks with it. You don't have to worry about throwing it out, uh, after you've used it. You don't have to worry about, uh, sweeping up, uh, pine needles. You don't have to worry about watering it. 
You don't have to worry about cutting it down or or buying one every single year. You don't have to worry about um, it falling off your roof or, you know, not being uh, tied down properly. You don't have to worry about, um, you know, if you just can't find the best type of tree, the best type of real tree to use uh, this year. And, you know, with an artificial one, you just buy one and you're done and you use it for however many years you want to keep that artificial tree. You know, so I, I mentioned tons of different cons when it came to using real trees. And there's, you know, I think a few more um, benefits when it comes to artificial trees and using them. Um, but, you know, to each their own. I just try and, you know, relay my experiences and, you know, I love um, just setting up the tree. You know, artificial tree is amazing in my book, uh, mainly because it's it's low when it comes to the upkeep. You just set and go and then you disassemble when you're ready. You know, some people that would be maybe in January <laughs> Or maybe um, for those who, you know, really have their stuff together um, in late December when it's a few days after uh, Christmas. I want to briefly talk about um, being more resourceful uh, when it comes to gift giving. Um, I I mentioned, um, I think in the previous podcast, um, mainly about me wanting to uh, give gifts that matter and and one of them being the um the b uh wraps the amazing um type of food um storage um wraps that are really really quaint and different and new i think even with you know getting rid of the old the 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 tired the broken the busted um, Christmas lights, I think one of the newer things that you can do, the one, one of the more better things you can do is give gifts that matter. Um, just like your tree matters, if you use one or don't use one or don't celebrate Christmas, if you happen to be into gift giving or secret Santas or, or something like that, you know, give gifts that people will use and people will need. Um, you know, think into the future five years from now, what will this person, you know, really enjoy? What will they, what will they need? Um, if they love gift cards, if they love books, if they love experiences, you know, treat them to a meetup.com tickets or, uh, take them to an event that, you know, only one happens like, you know, once in a blue moon or every time or a few times a year, or just be present with someone and, you know, ask them, you know, what do you want to do? Sometimes that's all it takes instead of, you know, wasting money, buying things that, you know, someone may not really enjoy or may use once or twice, like uh, a food processor. If they don't really cook, you know, have them, um, you know, have them, you know, be gifted with tickets to a cooking class or, um, you know, something fun like that. I think it's really great being thoughtful Um, And saving money and being resourceful with what you give uh, people. And it's, of course, from your heart. um, But you're also smart about um, what this person uh, would like instead of you thinking about what you think um, they would like. You can, you know, be more perceptive and ask them instead of you thinking, 
oh, they may like this, you know, give get uh, hints about, you know, what interests they may have or likes or dislikes. That will save you a lot of time and, you know, worry because you're not disappointing them. You're kind of being a genie to them and getting them what they need or want. And they'll thank you for it. Now, last thing I want to talk about is why I love the holidays and uh, then we will proceed to the next um, segment. So I love the holidays because I spend time with my mom and my sisters, rest in peace, to dad. And I get to call my grandma and, you know, it's it's so fun. You know, we love grandma and... She is living and just having so much fun, but we want her to live, um, you know, closer up, you know, with us. And it's just, it's it's a great time for remembering family um, moments past and and seeing that, you know, we are just one tight unit. You know, not everyone has family that they can, you know, sort of, rely on sort of you know call for support and it's not to be taken advantage of um at all because you know life is short and you know you make the best of it so with this holiday season not even coming to an end I just want all those who happen to be out there to you know embrace each other you know to remember this holiday season this Christmas this Kwanzaa, this Hanukkah, season for remembering fond memories, creating good ones, celebrating each other, having fun, and less drama. Less drama. So you can celebrate, of course, whatever holiday fits you, and I wish you so much success, happiness, prosperity, in the coming new year. Next, I would love to, of course, share a handful of helpful resources in the Mother Earth Minutes. So we have come to the Mother Earth Minutes where we review in the next few minutes actions that you can, of course, take to combat the issue in the episode and as always, save Mother Earth. The message for this Mother Earth Minutes is that 77% of U.S. households celebrated the 2018 holiday season with a Christmas tree and 82% of the Christmas trees uh, displayed uh, were artificial and uh, 17.9% were real. That's according to the American Christmas Tree Association's a nationwide survey that they did back in 2018. So that just shows you the power of a uh, artificial or fake Christmas tree that was uh, displayed and decorated versus one uh, that was real. So kind of what I talked about a little bit earlier um, in the my thoughts portion um, that you know people are you know getting hip and have been hip to getting those fake trees 
Um, but in case you aren't on board for um, you know, buying lights or reusing the lights that you already have because you're tired of them, they're too heavy, you don't want to spend any more money on those lights, it's totally fine if you're not into recycling uh, things that you don't really know how they you know, operate and you're too scared to worry about it. I have uh, three uh, tips when it comes to uh, decorating, but decorating alternatively. So the first tip is to opt to, you know, decorate um, with non-light uh, decorations. So this is something, um, you know, really different. You can use, you know, maybe gift cards, especially if your tree is tiny, like a few feet, like maybe one to three feet at max, um, or maybe small toys, um, maybe have a really, you know, small kids um, themed Christmas tree, maybe for your toddlers or someone really uh, small, or maybe gifted uh, to someone who uh, maybe is in an organization that um, deals with kids, uh, or maybe is in um, the uh, child care um, industry, anything like that. Um, or you can do something um, where you can maybe make um, a prize wheel or uh, prizes uh, attached to the tree and maybe make that the tree. Um, you could also decorate your tree with ribbons or maybe cash. Just make it as playful um, and as different as possible. So it's not necessarily having, you know, those lights on them. Uh, you have different, different um, types of materials to work with. Uh, number two is to uh, create a different type of tree. So this is also alternative, um, but it, in, the, in the first one, it was more about decorations. But with the second one, it's all about the tree. So with this tree, it's not necessarily your greenery, your natural or artificial tree. You're having things like making a tree out of stenciling in a wall or make it out of books and they're stacked. I saw... Uh, last year uh, for some of the um, uh, Christmas themed podcast episodes I did, I found tons of pictures that were beautiful of, of um, Christmas trees that were of books and they were uh, stacked just so. So that's a, it was amazing uh, the creativity and the life that was brought into uh, in, in those moments, those structures um, and, they do, and they weren't trees. Uh, you could also, you know, make something that's maybe a picture of a tree. So if you have young uh, kids or you have maybe those who are um, really, you know, really great artists who love, um, you know, being creative, then maybe they could make a, a life-size type of tree or something where um, it's easily uh, replicable over the years. And so uh, you can take that out and put it on the wall or, or tape it over somewhere and then have maybe gifts under that tree so it's easy takedown takes less than you know a couple minutes and then you could also um, maybe make a paper tree um, and uh, maybe have a collage tree something of that sort you know the possibilities are definitely endless and then the third and last tip is that you can tune into some of my earlier podcast episodes I did about Christmas um, I have about four um, different episodes. So the first is uh, the episode from uh, December 12th um, 
2018 and that was the save the Christmas trees um, episode I did I had fun with that that was my, one of my first um, episodes about Christmas and then the next one is the 2018 uh, last minute holiday gift ideas podcast episode from December 23rd um, 2018 and then uh, more recently uh, 10 eco-friendly sustainable gifts for the 2019 a holiday season and that was from November 24th 2019 and then last but not least the uh, 10 better alternatives to buying a to buying on uh, Black Friday and that was from uh, November 28th uh, 2019 fact of the day is that after assuming for decades that only male birds sing, scientists are trying to figure out why so many female birds sing too. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in the November-December 2019 issue. Greener Thoughts wants to hear your story. You can self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and protects the environment. If you volunteer in or work in an environmental company, either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please send me a voice message. Just click on the third lower link in the show notes. everyone so we've come to the amazing eco company spotlight which is where I of course talk about amazing companies um, and also services uh, sometimes that are doing amazing things for the environment so if you happen to have a product or service and you of course want me to talk about it and it happens to be environmentally related then you can of course email greener thoughts or send a voice message uh, my way so this uh, episode uh, has the um, great honor of talking about this company and they are uh, the ginger people who make uh, gin gins so gin gins is an experience of a sugar high a spicy kick and a spectacular flavor unlike anything uh, you've ever had. Uh, it's sweet and small uh, and it's amazing. Uh, you will of course go back repeatedly for that sweet and savory spiciness and that kick uh, that many many enjoy uh, all around the world. So there are tons of benefits of ginger and I've talked about uh, them a few times uh, in the past uh, with different uh, episodes I've, I've uh, talked on. And so uh, there's a ton of different benefits to ginger. So uh, one of the first is that it eases uh, nausea. Uh, the second is that it's uh, uh, anti-cancer uh, fighting. And number three is that it stimulates uh, circulation. Number four is that it improves digestion. Number five is that it helps get rid of uh, cold and flu symptoms. 
And number six is that it relieves migraines. And number seven is that it's anti-inflammatory. And number eight is that it is an uh, aphrodisiac. Number nine is that it is an antioxidant. And then lastly, number 10 is that it uh, creates a gas relief for you amongst other types of benefits. And as a bonus, um, it can be an anxiety uh, treatment. So it can help, uh, you know, stave away uh, anxiety. So ginger, it binds serotonin to receptors. And so those help you, of course, stay calm and relaxed. And you're able to, of course, fall asleep easier, better, and faster. Now, as far as their commitment to sustainability, um, the ginger people do amazing because their product, the gingins, are uh, all natural, they're organic, uh, they're premium quality, amazing stuff. They're non-GMO, and they're not full of any crazy toxic ingredients. And they also practice sustainable farming, uh, specifically in regions where the ginger is grown for their uh, use in their products. So uh, places like Indonesia, um, China, Fiji, and Peru are some of the places where uh, they do their farming for uh, harvesting their ginger. Um, So regarding their uh, product selection, uh, the ginger people do amazing with uh, their selection of different products that they do have and make. They have ginger candy, chewable uh, ginger tablets, uh, ginger shots, uh, and also ginger uh, tonics and ginger juice, amazing stuff, and tons more. Now I want to talk about my experience of Jinjin's. I fell in love um, with the first um, one. I had the original branding um, in the uh, packaging that they have. Really great. I wouldn't say tart, but it has a kick to it that only those who love ginger and are allergic to it know. Um, and so it's kind of addicting um, in a good way, of course. And I fell for it and I love it. For me, I recently tried the spicy apple ginger chews and I bought two packs because I knew this stuff was the business. And so I got two and I, I look forward to um, buying more uh, whenever, you know, in store. When, you know, when I run out, probably um, by the end of December or so, I'm so super excited to um, always be in some place where I can buy snacks and uh, ginger chews um, with the with the ginger chews that um, Jinjins makes. These are no exception. These are amazing. You know, these are one of the best types of uh, ginger candies out there that you can have. And the fact that I got the uh, spicy apple variety, I'm so excited. It's addictive. I already had three, and I recently just bought it. So when it comes to Jinjins, uh, the amazing product. They can be found online and also a number of other places, Uh, but you can go to their website, www.gingerpeople.com. They're also available at amazon.com, ebay.com, Lucky Vitamin, um, but also Jet, Vitacost, um, Thrive Market, um, also uh, Sprouts and Whole Foods Market, and many, many other places, of course, in-store across the country and world where available. 
The Ginger People is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at The Ginger People. They're also on Instagram at The Ginger People. They're on LinkedIn at Ginger People Group. And they are on Twitter at The Ginger People. And they're on YouTube at The Ginger People. So uh, last thing for when you uh, choose to contact them, you can, of course, contact uh, The Ginger People. They are, of course, the makers of Gingins. You can, of course, go to their website at gingerpeople.com forward slash contact dash us forward slash to either write to them, call them, or fill out their contact form. So thank you all for, of course, tuning in and listening to this amazing podcast episode. Um, I had really fun, you know, doing it. And I knew that I wanted to do this for some time um, because it is December, because the holidays are coming up. And I knew that this was kind of perfect to talk about. Um, I didn't want to make it too, too early, especially before the uh, other uh, topics I, I talked on are early on in December. So, you know, go ahead and share this episode if you, you know, are piqued uh, with interest uh, in, you know, learning how to recycle uh, your lights. And now you know there are a few different uh, places uh, where you can, of course, go to the authorities and you can go to online places, things like that. Uh, and then you can also share um, this episode, especially if you are into uh, making alternative things. So an alternative tree this year, instead of one that's real or even artificial. You can make it, of course, from books or drapery, types of fabrics, maybe a clothing tree, uh, one from recycled materials. Again, your imagination will take you wherever it wants to, and you can do so many different things uh, with uh, that type of tree. And then last thing, uh, if you love the taste of ginger, or cannot wait to go ahead and taste the amazing gingins from the ginger people, then you can, go, can of course, go ahead and share the uh, magic uh, of uh, the gingins type product uh, there. So uh, thank you again and again for listening uh, to this uh, episode. And I want to thank you all um, for just always tuning in and supporting Greener Thoughts. Now be sure to tune in next time to another episode coming up soon. But until then, you all take care and be safe. Bye.